Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve your ultimate prize. Defense wants championships. Pride and passion meet success. You gotta love what you do. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Week five, just like that, Kendall. Uh, man, but before we get into it, man, I mean, we already see the Panthers are already starting to, they pulled the trigger. Uh, Matt Rule is out as coach and, uh, let's, let, let, let's, let's hear a little bit of that audio, right? Because, uh, before Matt Rule was let go, they asked him a question in his, uh, post-game presser and let's take a listen to that now. I know you have, uh, you have mentioned about this being a separate year, but I think this is now. 11 losses in 12 games. Have you got any assurances from David Tepper about your future? Um, yeah, I hope you guys can understand. I'm, I'm here to talk about the game. You know, I've, I've always been very forthright with you guys. So, um, you know, um, you know I, I, have no, I have nothing to say about that now. Uh, you know, I'm just really just here to talk about the game today. I would never want to make this about me, you know. And, and I mean – I mean, he was. Uh, it looked like he the the writing was already on the wall for him, right? And we, let's let's take a listen to David Tepper. I think I think one of somebody answered him uh, or asked him a a, a uh, I think it was a relatively easy question, uh, and you can hear it in his voice that obviously this has been looming for quite some time. And they asked him, was it an overnight thing? So let's let's take it to that audio real quick. Do this. Did you know last night? I just wonder what your own decision process was here. Scott, I read your column, okay? You know better, okay? Every every day, every, you know, this is an everyday thinking about things, how we can be better, what should, should we do, when is the right time, when's not the right time. And I said, there's- So right there, David Tepper, I mean, testy, there was- a, testy, a, a testy exchange. <laughs> hey, because it, it was a good question. Did you, was this a spur of the moment type deal? And he says, Hey, I read your column. Obviously, the the reports that we've been hearing since for you know uh, what the last couple of weeks they're they're out they all have been true. The writing, uh, yeah, the writing was definitely on the wall with this with this situation. So before we get into this week five recap, right? Let's talk about this. Uh, uh, the Carolina Panthers they named Steve Wilkes, right? Who you said is a Carolina na- uh, native. Uh, previous, he's had previous head coaching experience. Can they still turn this this thing around there at, uh, with the Carolina Panthers? I think they can. They got the talent on that team. I don't think it's a talent issue with the Panthers. I think it's more of an X and X those um, issue with the Carolina Panthers. The offensive coordinator, Ben McAdoo, we know him. He come from, he's with the Giants. He was up on Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay for years. On the quarter, they got to get the quarterback position on situation. Baker Mayfield, he's been a mess this year. And I know it's a new team, new weapons, new system and all that, but he's been Kind of messed this year. The offensive line. They drafted the guy that NC State Aquanya, 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 or whatever. Yeah, they drafted him or whatnot. 
and it just hasn't worked out. I don't think he's played some of his best ball. McCaffrey, he's been he's been a little bit banged up, but he has he's, he has played every game this year. He's looked okay or whatnot. DJ Moore, what what's happening, DJ Moore? You know, so it's like it seems like it's more of an X and O thing. They got the talent, and Will's going to bring them up. So it's going to kind of give them a spark from a, from the coaching perspective. He's going to get them a spark, and maybe like a fountain of like an injection of just just some excitement around with the Panthers. Because we seen like I mean Matt Rule, he was in the hot seat just last year, and we felt like going into this year, he's off. He's on. We had a podcast beginning of the year with the coaches on the hot seat, and he was one of them. So I think I mean it was the depth. The writing was definitely on the wall for the Carolina Panthers. I think Steve Wills can get it turned around and look at the division they're in. Nobody's really running away. Tampa's not Tampa of the past couple of years. The uh, Falcon, I mean the Falcons, they lost. They they two what two and two now, two and three. Um the Saints, they just got a win or whatnot. So I mean nobody's really running away with division right now. So I think they still got some time to get away. It's still kind of young into the season, but um he's gonna have his handful turn around his team. But I, I definitely think I mean I know there's, there's rumors out there they might do like a just tear it up and start trading some players. I don't think they should do that. Cause that, that that's a talented young roster. And the future is bright in Carolina. If they can get their quarterback and offensive quarterback position situated, the future is bright. So I mean, those, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to is I, I'll be at the Carolina Panthers Tampa Bay Buccaneers game in, in next Sunday. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna have um, front row seat for that. And I want to see how I just want to see get the vibe of the team and just in the stadium to see how things go there. But they definitely got talent. They're not as far away as some other teams. But they, they definitely got. It. I don't think it's a talent issue. Yeah, uh, and I think that for the most part, I think Christian McCaffrey was, you know, he's been he's been one of the biggest pieces of of that <clears throat> entire offense. And when he's going, the entire offense is going. And 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 the the unfortunate thing is that Christian McCaffrey, the last two seasons, has been, uh, you know, missing a uh, extensive amount of time. And and the and and the year before that, he was he was completely out for the season. So, you know, it. it Looked like a fun team. I think at one point I was I was on the train uh, that the Panthers might even be a front runner for the actual NFC South, but yeah, it, it turned into a mess, and it, it it that that fire did not want to go out. And like you said, it it it's going to take some time. I think PJ Walker, I think, is going to be the quarterback. I think that is going to be starting, and I think there were some rumblings about Sam Darnold possibly making a return. So. We'll All see three, how Donald's hurt. Corral's out for the year. Donald's nowhere near returning. Now, Baker, they probably going to sign a quarterback this week. We'll wait. We had that news out later on this week. Yeah. They probably going to sign. They got to sign a quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Now, let's get, let's get into week five, right? I, there's one undefeated team, right? The, the Philadelphia Eagles. But, man, week five, I think the headline for week five was roughing the passer play calls. Let, let, let's take some clips real quick, right? Because – I think there's one, uh, the, the 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 one that started the whole ripple effect was the one with Tom Brady. But let's let's mm. let, let's take a listen to Tom Brady on uh, what he said with uh, with the with when they asked them the question, right? What did Tom Brady have to say? Let's see. Lobbying or asking for some late hits there? I don't, I don't throw the flags. Oh, I do not throw the flags. Now, now the one that everybody saw was was just pretty last night. last night, which was the one with Derek Carr. Cause I mean, Chris Jones did an amazing job. Cause that was a strips. That was a strip sack. Right. But let's, let's listen to Derek Carr. What did he have to say? Uh, but when it comes to rest, they, they do their best. They're, they're, they're doing their best. And, um, you know, the crowd got louder. They just booed louder, you know, 
they're always. Like- <laughs> oh, you know, he tried to give him he tried to give him praise, but look, this was what Chris Jones had to say, and I, and I think he has a legitimate question here. So let me know what you think. What Chris Jones had to say, Kendall. And the pastors, they don't put such an emphasis on that, that we got to be able to view it in the booth now. You know what I mean? I think that's the next step as an NFL as a whole. If we're going to continue to call roughing the pastors at that high of a velocity, then we got to be able to view it in the booth to make sure because sometimes it looks can be deceiving. You know what I mean? From from the ref point of view, it probably looked like that initially. But, you know, and when you look at the replay, it's a whole different thing. So I think now the, to evolve roughing the pass and protecting the quarterback is essentially what we're doing in this league. We got to be able to look at roughing the passers in the booth. Wow. I think that's a – I think he, he's onto something here, Kendall. Now, let me ask you, uh, what do you think about his proposal to the NFL? I mean – Finally, somebody speaks up, and 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 it was it was not out of emotion, but it was actually actually very logical what he had to say. I think I agree with. It. I thought about it actually before I heard that, and it's something, it's something that's been. Um, they went. I know they did. Uh, was it the pass interference a couple of years ago or something like that? They went back and they changed something like that. But uh, I think pass interference, offense or defense pass interference, any rough interference call, that should definitely be something that they should take to the booth and review because it's changing the outcome of the game. What if yep. we're in the NFC championship? What if we're in the championship game and the, the, the game comes down to literally this penalty right here? You know what I mean? So like I think it definitely needs something needs to be done, needs to be changed with that. And it may be something that um when they have the annual league meetings at the end of the year, it's something they'll look at they'll look into then. But I think it's something I think that's a tremendous that's a great idea. Because now if I'm a defender, you're what am I supposed to do? I mean, we see Chris Jones, like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like I'm trying to hold myself up. I'm trying to get the ball. Like in Chris Jones' case last night, he don't, he don't got three hands. He's not an octopus. He don't have like eight legs or nothing like that. He, he can't. It's not. It's not so much he can do. So I feel like I mean, that's the league. They definitely have to look at. It. They have to look at that. So it's not right. And then, like I seen a, a, a tweet or something today. Maybe you should, we just start bear hugging the quarterback whenever we get just bear just, just squeeze him like Max Crosby did Mahomes last night. Just start doing that. It, it's taking the fun out of football, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I, I will say this. I think that technology has, has is is advanced way beyond what it was in the 1990s and the early 2000s, even in, in 2010. It's it's advanced so much. So you know, I think that it that if anything, they should equip these refs with an earpiece, and you know, they already have the staff watching the actual games, right? They have. The Dan, well, he's not Dean Blandino. He's no longer the head of officiating, but the head of officiating, right? Which watches all the, the the games in real time. I mean, they need to be able to buzz down and say, "Hey, you know what? Pick up that flag. That's not, you know, we already see, we already saw it. We need to pick up that flag and let them, let them, you know, give them, give them. In that case, give them the the, the fumble recovery, right? Because it was a strip." It was a strip sack in this case. Right. So I think it's something that they definitely need to look into. Uh, but uh, nothing gets more infamous than Troy Aikman saying, uh, what, did, what was Troy Aikman's uh, response? Take off the dress. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure the NFL is going to talk to Troy Aikman about that. But but let's get uh, enough said about the roughing the passer. Let's get let's get right into football, man. Uh, what, what, what were some of your bigger takeaways of a week five, right? Because I think if anything – 
if I could say anything about week five is this is this is the this is the part of the of the of the year and part of the season where you start seeing the teams start to separate themselves, right? Because we had a lot of uh, yeah, we had a lot of two and two teams, a lot of three and one teams. So what what are your bigger what what were your bigger takeaways from this week? Um, I said on our pre-show the other, the other morning, I don't mean to be like a home or just to be like that, be that guy, but what I say? The New York football Jets. You the did? The Jets are playing some good ball. I they called are. it. I said the Jets, watch out for the Jets. If they can get a win today, I think it's the first time they've been over 500 in some time. And they are playing some good ball, man. Zach Wilson, he's, I mean, they're playing some good ball. I know the Dolphins had an injury. I know Tour or Bridge. I, I understand that. It, if you put your pass and your helmet on, you go out and your cleat, Everybody get paid to do their job, or everybody they go out there to play. It's a physical game. We know that Peter, Jets got some injuries too, but um, and I heard something like you know Tyreek Hill he had the season between the Jets and the Dolphins, and Quinnen Williams, fellow Alabama D tackle on um, first round pick from the Jets, he said it kind of motivate them that Tyreek Hill picked the Dolphins over the Jets, and that he tried to he kind of said Jets who or something like that in his press conference where he got with the Dolphins, so he knew he was going to the Dolphins the whole time, and that team they played with a chip on their shoulder went um. Quentin Williams got that fumble recovery. He stiff on Tyree Hill. And that, I mean, that, that was a great, like, they, I watched some of that game. You can tell they was playing like with a little chip. The Jets are a good team. Like, this is not your Jets in the old days. Jets, they're good. They're, they're a really good team. And they're young. Will, Garrett Will, oh, Wilson's having a good year. Corey Davis, my guy, he's having a good year. Elijah, they got some, Brees Hall, the running back. They got some talent there with the Jets. And that defense, um, led by, by the coach and whatnot, they're, they're playing some good ball. In New York, and that division, I mean, yeah, the Bills are what four one. Jets right there behind them. Dolphins are kind of falling back down via injuries, but Jets playing some good ball. Yeah, let, 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 and and you did call it. Uh, I was with you on that one. I I, I kind of liked the boldness in that one. Uh, let's talk about the Giants and Packers, man. Uh, wow, yeah. the Giants. You 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 have been. I mean. From the from the get go, when the season started, you said, "Hey, you like the the moves the Giants made. You like the coaching staff, the coaching staff that they brought in." And damn, they 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 shook the world, right? I mean, they, not the world, but they they definitely well, yeah, the world, right? Because they were playing <laughs> they were playing in London. Uh they they walked away with a win, 27-22. I think the biggest takeaway from that is how they they did not leave uh, much time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers to make you know to do his Aaron Rodgers type makeup. So uh, I mean, what do you? If what you're is, the Packers? How do you not run that ball? You from the two yard line. You throw it what twice or two three times. You throw the ball two pass the play. I mean that that was a mess right there. Run the ball. Just just run the ball. You got AJ Dillon. You got Aaron Aaron Jones back there. Just run the ball. The previous week just had over 150 something yards against the Patriots. Like did you stay? Should have just ran. Just just ran the ball. Um, but the Giants play good. Give the Giants credit. Not tell you anything. Like the Giants play some good ball. That defense play good. They shut the um, Packers out in the second half. Packers couldn't do anything. Um, Saquon Barkley, boy, has he has he came like has he revived like a rebirth? He's yep. playing good. Daniel Jones not turning the ball over like he once was. And um, they, the Giants playing some good ball, man. The Giants they four and one. Like in the NFC East, we'll talk about that probably in a little bit. But that division is now one of the more interesting ones. But hey, Giants we, look good, me, man. Me, me and you were saying that at the beginning of this season. I said, hey. We, we, I wasn't expecting it this year. I, I said in, in the next season or two, maybe three seasons, the NFC East is going to be that powerhouse that they once were, you know, because back then it used to be the NFC East. So, just, just, uh, I mean, aside from uh, the Washington Wizards or whatever you want to call them, or commanders, <laughs> uh, a shout out, Vach Lombardi. Uh, but 
uh, yeah, man, I, I think I think uh, this this division looks stacked, right? Uh, but I think uh, Packers need to get on the phone. They need to get OBJ there. Uh, it, it's obvious. Um, it's obvious you can see Aaron Rodgers. I do. I like what they're getting from Romeo Dobbs, my guy. We talked about that before the season. I tell you about but, Romeo Dobbs. He's he's playing some good ball, but they they they, they need some more. They do. They need they need to get as much help as possible. Uh, let's talk about the Lions and Patriots. I mean, um, I mean for for the longest time, people want to give uh, Coach Coach uh, Belichick a hard time that you know he's losing his touch. You know, as far as finding the right players to you know, get the job done, but Hey man, you guys, you guys actually went in there and uh, allowed the lions to zero points. The lions had the number one offense in the league and they, they, it was a shutout. Uh, What, what were your, uh, what were your takeaways from that game? Me and Jerry, we, we talked about every Tuesday after the game. We talked, we talked about every day, but we talked and I said, Hey, I don't care. Nobody said, Oh, it's the lions. And they had a few injuries. It's the National Football League. They were the number one ranked team on scoring. They were number one, number one in scoring, and we should we pitched a shut. They didn't score three points, not ten, not seven. A shutout. I don't care. I don't care who. That that's impressive. Twenty nine to zip. That, that's an impressive shutout. I love the way my defense, my New England Patriots, they had they flying around. It, the the speed, like the speed. I mean, Raekwon McMillian, Mac Wilson, uh, the Cal Duggar with the uh, with the fumble return. Matthew Judon, he's picking up where he left off last year. He kind of flayed her down the stretch last year. But he's playing so good. But I think he got like six sacks already. He's like second in the league in sack. Dietrich Wise playing. And then Bailey Zappi. I mean, he he's zapping that thing. Got he, <laughs> hey, he, oh, hey, I don't want to start no quarterback controversy, but hey, he's zapping it out there now. But hey, uh, Bailey Zappi, Bailey Zappi is looking real good. The running game, Monte Stevenson. I mean, like they, and me and Jerry talked earlier about the Patriots draft class the past couple of years. We got some guys that are balling. Jack Jones, another interception, second straight week. Marcus Jones, like Taquan Thornton came back. This team is, I mean, they they playing some good ball, and they got like a they got a I won't say a week schedule. I won't call nobody week in NFL, but they got a respectable um schedule coming down the street. We go to Cleveland this Sunday. Then we got Chicago, the Jets, a couple games, and then we got the Colts. But the Patriots are playing some good ball right now, and um I just I like where if we can keep it like, like it's going right now, Patriots they're gonna be in position in the, the year. They're gonna be a tough out. For but sure. the on the Lions front, Jared Goff, like he struggled against the Patriots, against Bill Belichick and the Patriots in the Super Bowl a few years back. But he just, they got to get it going. And yes, they did have some injuries or whatnot, but that's it, it wasn't good. It, it didn't look good for, for Detroit. Chargers and Browns, man. I I I I saw the tweets. Keenan Allen was, <laughs> uh, I think, it was WTF, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, what the right is going on um and so you know when it comes down to it they the the chargers the storyline from the chargers so far is the head coach people are not liking how he's using the analytics to actually call in game uh in game decisions uh what was your takeaway from that game if the browns made that field goal how much heat do you think he's getting right now <laughs> I think he's already a lot under a lot of heat. I think if anything, that that person that's that's in his ear, uh, giving him the analytics, is probably you know he's walking on thin ice right now because yep. like you said they almost handed him that win. So yeah, it's just getting up to a field goal. So it, that's crazy. But I mean, it, it, it's crazy. It, it's 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 very unique because you have you have a, a team full of of talent playmakers, uh, and playmakers right? 
And and the Chargers are literally their worst. They're their own worst enemies, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Browns, obviously, we know they have the, the ground game going. Um, they're, 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 they're waiting a to big get... big game for Austin Eckler, too, getting over 100 yards against that Browns defense. I mean, I know the Browns are last in the league against the Rush against DVO there. DVOA, but um, the, Austin Eckler played play some good ball there. He, he ran the ball tough and hard. There. That was a good game for Eckler. Yeah. Back to back. People out there. That was actually back-to-back weeks for him. So uh, so we'll, we'll we'll go ahead and skip along the Texans, even though they got their first win against the Jags. Obviously, we <laughs> we talked about it. Uh, I think that we need to see some consistency from Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, man, come on! You're the next coming. You're the next. You you, you you've been anointed. You need to be. You need to be consistent. We already talked about the Falcons and Bucks. Obviously, the Bucks. Uh, they 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 took away. Uh, they, they Steelers with a bad. I mean, Kenny Pickett first start, not a good look. <laughs> well, that's exactly the one I want to get to right now. I mean, you're talking about Kenny Pickett getting thrown right into the right into the pit, right right in, uh, getting thrown right into the Lions. And dang, even though you know, I think he put. I think his set lines were what 300 yards passing. I think he had an interception along the way. But uh, but man, I think I think this is the first time that Mike Tomlin is feeling the adversity. I mean, Mike Tomlin has been one of the more winning coaches. Man, at this at this rate, man, it doesn't look like they'll be. I mean, it looks like they'll probably walk away maybe with four four wins. You think maybe? Oof, it's tough to say, man. Because we're talking about one of the more winningest coaches in the NFL, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah, uh, right now at this Man, they, at this the projection, they right now they might be in line for a top five pick. Well, that well, I think I think if TJ Watt could get back to them, I think that defense can get back on track. But I will tell you this: we did get we did see Minka Fitzpatrick get smoked, uh, which is not an unusual thing. Gabe Davis had a game. I mean, he balled out. Uh, like you said, for fantasy owners who own him, own him. Wow, what a what a what a what a game to be alive for him. So. Uh, our best bet is, you know, we're, I know you and I are, are big on, are, we're very high on Kenny Pickett. So hopefully he's able to learn from that and, and, and move Steve along. I, team, they got, they got talent. It's not a talent issue. They got plenty of talent. It's just, I think his health, the offensive line and part in the play calling. Yes. I think it comes down to the play calling. Cause I think like we're, we talked about earlier last, last week, Raiders, Steelers, uh, they, they they all have great. They all get to the 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 red zone, but they're not able to punch it in for for that touchdown. So yes, I think the play calling that needs to be uh, addressed and immediately uh, improved on. Dolph, uh, Dolphins and Jets, like you said, we already talked about them. Bears, Vikings, um, Vikings uh, won that one. And close game. It was a close game. It was a close game. Uh, I, I remember I was trying to call that one as an upset. That one in the Falcons and Bucks, and that one was a close game too. You got the Titans and Commanders. Titans look like they're they're ahead of the the in that division right now. And they won uh, what three straight? Yes. Yeah. And then of course we saw uh, we talked about it. 49ers defense looks red hot right now. Um, and, and Panthers didn't then stand a chance. Hey, but a very surprising team, uh, the Seahawks. Man, they went in there to, to, to the Saints, and man, Gino looks like he could give the 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 Seahawks a, another maybe two seasons of 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 high productivity. Uh, the only thing is, man, we're seeing we're seeing some good things on defense. Like, you know, they, I think they hit. I think they they I think they found a a, a true playmaker on defense with Tariq 
uh, Woolen out of UTSA. He's a rookie, man. A six foot four runs the forty and four two six. Uh, something that we have never seen a specimen. And I mean, he's he had an interception in this game too. Oh, uh, but still, I think ultimately it came down to the defense in this game. Um, yeah, defense is a man. They giving up, a, but they gave about like thirty to forty to Detroit. Then they just gave up a lot in the Saints. Taysom Hill had a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did have a day. And the way they're using them, uh, hats off to them, man. Let's talk about the Eagles and Cardinals, man. Uh, <laughs> five and zero, oh, man. The, the Eagles are five and zero oh against the Cardinals, man. What, what, what do you, what, what are your takeaways from this game? Watch some of that game. Eagles got out to a hot start, kind of slowed down towards the end. Cardinals caught up with it. Um, I don't know what's going on with Arizona this year. I know they, I know they missing D Hot. Then they get them back. Is it this week or probably next week? They probably get D Hot back. Yeah, but I think their defense, their defense. They lost a lot on defense this offseason, but they um. The defense needs to play better. The Eagles, I mean, they got all the talent to where they, they're undefeated for a reason. And, I mean, they got a big game coming out Sunday night, and we'll talk about that later on in the week. But I think my, my thing from that game is uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, he can throw it. He can, he can score throwing through the air or he can run it in. And their running game has improved this year. Miles Sanders having a good year. Dallas Goddard, he's a really good underrated tight end. Him and Mike Gusecki from the Dolphins, I don't think they get enough credit. They, those are some great, some pretty good tight ends. I don't think it's Travis, Kel- Travis Kelsey yet. But I think him and Gasecki, they don't get a lot of knowledge, man. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Dallas Goddard and Mike Gasecki. But mm-hmm. um, the Eagles, they got some talent. I like how they built that team around Jalen Hurts. It's, play, it's playing off. It's playing off. A.J. Brown having a good year. Devontae Smith. And that defense is – Darius Slay. Have the, I, can't, I, mean, I just can't wait for this game this, this weekend, though. But um, yeah. people well, want to say the Eagles really haven't played a lot of people. People want to say the Eagles haven't played nobody, but you only can play who's on your schedule. Let, 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 let's talk about that because the Cowboys came away with a with a win, and uh, I would I would have to say this is this is a big win for the Dallas Cowboys. The they 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 went to a Rams game. Now I did mention this during uh, the uh, pregame. I said, "Hey, this is going to be kind of a home game for the Cowboys because mm-hmm. you know we've we've already heard from our good friend Steve White, right? That the uh, L.A. for whatever reason is." It feels like home for the Dallas Cowboys. The majority of the fans are, you know, Cowboy fans, and they're, you know, you see nothing but Cowboy gear. So, uh, I believe I saw the the tweets from uh, Dave Hellman, right, which is a uh, former uh, Cowboys. Uh, he actually was the actual beat writer for the Cowboys. Now he's uh, a Fox Sports uh, analyst. Uh, he was there on site. He said, "Wow, it was crazy." I think I even heard players mention. That you look in the stands, almost fifty percent of the crowd was wearing Cowboys uniforms and cheering when they did something. So uh, let's talk about that: Cowboys versus Rams. I mean, I, I called it right when we were, right <laughs> before we went out there. What do we want to mention? I said, "Hey, man, Cowboys are winning." Uh, it, whatever you want to ask me, Kendall, or whatever you want to add, let's do it, and I, I'll, I'll tell you what I see. Well, my what I seen from the game is that Cowboys defense fast. Like I told you, they fast. They have depth at all at D line and linebacker. Then they got Clark and Jabril Cox coming back. Um, they got depth at D line, linebacker, and that secondary is playing real good. Trayvon Diggs, he didn't have his best game, but he's still he's Trayvon Diggs, still playing some good ball. You're gonna give it. You're gonna give up something. Cooper Cup, pretty good wide receiver number one. But that defense looked real good. Offensive line was okay. I know they got a couple. They got after Cooper Rush a little bit. The running game still needs some help with Zeke or whatnot. Tony Pollard without that run from um Tony. I think the Rams had a chance to win that game. Cooper Rush didn't turn – four straight game, no turnovers. He did not turn the ball over. C-Land had a good game. Gallup with a couple of nice clutch um, catches down the way. But um, I, 
<laughs> I think the Cowboys look real good. I mean, it's tough to it's it's tough to sit Cooper Cooper Rush right now. But I do think if they win, if he wins this game Sunday, if they win off of him, like man, not just how they win, because they didn't need him this game. But if they if he makes a few tough throws down the stretch this game um Sunday against the Eagles on Sunday night football, it's gonna be tough to sit on, man. It's I do not want to be the man in charge making that decision. It's gonna be tough. How, I mean, how do you do it? He's not be he's not the reason why you're winning, but he's not giving the game away either. <laughs> well, I will say this. Cooper is doing his job, and that is managing, you know, he's managing the office, uh, managing the offense, right? <clears throat> he's doing his job. Uh, I think, like you said, I think what's what's the biggest the biggest thing about this team is the defense. The defense is getting after it, and the defense is always fresh. I think the only one that's playing the largest amount of snaps is Micah Parsons. Uh, when we actually look at, when you actually look at the stats, um, I believe they say the actual nose tackle, I forgot his name for the Rams, outplayed Aaron Donald by 11 snaps, which is telling, right? Because the nose tackle needs a little bit more rest than Aaron Donald. But, you know, hey, Tyler Smith, who's been playing really good at left tackle, he learned real fast what it is to go against Aaron Donald. But hey, everybody, uh, when anybody that faces Aaron Donald, off against Aaron Donald, they're going to get an Aaron Donald's treatment. It's just like the Michael Parsons treatment. So, right. you know, when when you look at this defense, it's it's they're good on on the first level. Which when I say the first level, I'm saying about the starting the starting uh, rotation. But then when you when they substitute, they they just have a great uh, rotation as far as uh, I don't want to call them bench players because they can literally start on any team. You know, you got Dante Fowler. They, like, they got they go like seven D, seven eight D on that D line. And then Sam Williams. When Sam Williams comes in, I mean, he looks like he looks like a replica. I mean, facially, he looks like a replica of Michael Parsons. So, you know. As a Cowboy fan myself, as Cowboy fans, there's a lot to be excited right now. I think when it's time, uh, I think Cooper Rush has given us that that luxury of knowing that, hey, right now it, it, it's okay. You know, let that get completely healed. We don't need him for the Eagles. I think that this is a real collision that we're, we're seeing up ahead. Now, I don't know if you want to go ahead and get ahead of yourself and maybe, maybe give uh, which way you're kind of leaning Towards, but I will tell you this: um, from what I've seen and from the reports I read, Eagles are are without their left tackle uh, Maiva, uh, Maiva and mm. Brandon Books, their left guard. And anytime you're missing offensive line, now keep in mind, Cowboys do not have a perfect offensive line. Rams offensive line, I think there's only maybe two teams in the uh, in the entire NFL, which is the Browns, I think. And I forget the other team. They have a complete uh, offensive line. No other team has a complete offensive line. But when you got when you got this type of defense heading in the Eagles' direction, and the ability for Micah to be able to be an edge rusher or a linebacker gives you so much flexibility. And I'll tell you this: Dan Quinn has done a hell of a job as far as getting his people in the right places. And just to go back. You know, you can hear Dan Quinn, and I, I can pull it up if you want, but I, I don't see anybody requesting. 
But he he'll even tell you Trayvon Diggs. Uh, that that even though it, even though it could be it could be given to him, that actually was a blown it was a blown uh, assignment by Malik Cooker. Even Malik Cooker even took uh, he he took ownership of that, saying like the deep ball to Tutu Atwell, right? No, 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 no. The the oh. the the one with with Coop with the the drag, the drag route. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the one with Cooper Cup, he should have he should have helped. Uh, he he should have been there to help Trayvon Diggs with that one. I'm not trying to make excuses for for my players. There's no need to. Cooper Ru- Cooper <laughs> Cup is good. He is always looking to. He's he's very good setting himself up with screens and and picking. I mean, he even uses referees as uh to for pick blocks, man. So the guy's good. He's really good. I think overall, I think that. Come this Sunday, seven thirty. It's a it's a Sunday night game, seven mm-hmm. or seven twenty five ish Central eight time, Eastern. eight thirty Eastern. We are about to see one of the more entertaining games, I think, in the NFL. Uh, and, and we're looking for, like I said, it's an intra division, and I'm pretty sure all the Cowboy Haters <laughs> are going to be treating, treating uh, cheering on the Eagles, and uh, we're going to see, and we're going to have a crown pretty soon of who's going to be holding up that crown in the NFC East. And from there, it's only a matter of time before uh, Dak is uh, Dak is ready to rock and roll. Uh, I will say this. Uh, um, the way we're seeing the landscape, I think that Cooper has given us that luxury to be able to uh, win these games, number one. He's doing his job. Number two, uh, I believe that they're going to give the 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 they're going to give the ball back to Dak because if you look mm-hmm. back last year, I believe we had the best offense in the entire NFL last year. I think we were averaging almost thirty seven points a game at one point, and so with uh, Cooper, we we see. I mean, I think he he only passed for what was it a hundred and fifty two yards. So if you want to be able to get into the playoffs and deep, I think it was just like I think it was just a hundred yards. I believe. I, I think it was one hundred and twenty-six to be to be exact. Uh, but I, what I was trying to get to is, let's just say the Cowboys find a way to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, all signs look like the Buffalo Bills are there, and the Buffalo Bills right now have the second-ranked defense. Cowboys have the third-ranked defense. 49ers have the first-ranked defense. So if if you're if you are if you are going against the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, wouldn't you want to have the quarterback that could get you the points, uh, you know, that knows how to air the ball out, use his weapons? And that's why I say Dak, I think, is the uh, best option for the Dallas Cowboys for the longevity of it, right? I'm pretty sure what we need to see out of Dak is he needs to have the same success that Cooper Rush is having Right, so hopefully they continue the play calling, and then they allow to, you know, get let that grip it and rip it. So, you know, that in a nutshell, that was week five. Uh, oh, the Bengals and Ravens. Ravens did 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 come away with that with with that win. Uh, did you want to add game anything? Came down. Yeah, we you know, on week five. Yeah, game came down to the wire with the Bengals and Ravens. Lamar Jackson had the ball in, in his hand the last on the last possession. And then one of the greatest kickers probably of all time. Well, in Ravens history, I know, but probably going, he's going to be all of them kicker and whatnot, but Justin Tucker. So, I mean, <laughs> that was a good game for the Ravens and whatnot. And then I can't believe we talked this whole show. We didn't even talk about this other huge game that's on Sunday that's going to lead us into the Eagles and the Cowboys, the Bills and the Chiefs. 
So that's going to be a doozy. That's going to be a big one right there. Um, especially a lot of passing yards, shootout again and whatnot. And probably going to come down to whoever has the ball last. So we got a good um, – we got a big week of football coming up. Yeah, we do. We do. And that 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 game is going to be a, a 325 p.m. Central time. That's 430 uh, – yeah, 425 Eastern time. Eastern. Uh, this Thursday, Commander's Beer uh, Bears, who do you got? <laughs> Uh, who's home? Chicago <laughs> home. Yeah, Chicago's home. Uh, all I, I've been hearing, all I've been hearing is Carson Wentz is a mess, man. That's all I've been hearing all week. I'm a, I think Washington is. I, I do Carson Wentz. He's been a mess. He, he's a mess or whatnot. And I watched that game. Some of that game against the tight. He threw that pick. It's, it's fitting for Carson. He does stuff like that. I mean, that was a, that's a sum up Carson Wentz career or whatnot. Washington's bad, but they're not as bad as the Bears. And I know um, the Bears got two wins, but they got they were like two and three. But I think Washington just a better. I think I'm gonna give it. I think Washington win this one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Washington Commanders in this one. You know what? I'm gonna go with the Bears. Uh, I think mm. that, that I think their defense is just a slight right now. Their defense is playing just a little bit better than than the Commanders. Uh, so I think they're gonna force Carson Wentz to do Carson Wentz things. But that does it for us. I want to thank you all for who those who tune in and those are that are listening in. Make sure you, you visit the website, eastwestfootball.com. You know, we got great articles on there. Uh, we got draft content right now. Uh, and coming soon, we're gonna be we're gonna be providing uh, dr- some draft content. Uh, we're gonna be bringing some some actual NFL 2023 NFL mock drafts. Can you believe it? We're already getting ready for the offseason. But some of these teams already need to, man. They, we need to give you some kind of, uh, of hope. Uh, but uh, until then, we want to say thank you, and uh, we hope to see you soon. Uh, make sure you, make sure you, kick, you click that like. You subscribe to our channel. Click the, share. Click the like and share it, please. Thank you all so much. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Ravelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electric Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.